driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing. I'm Emma with 10 years of the marketing industry experience, two degrees, four awards, and a whole heap of learnings along the way. I'm here to be your marketing mentor and tell you everything I wish I'd have known to give you the skills and confidence to become a superstar marketing manager. And I'm here to be your biggest cheerleader. So pour yourself a cup of coffee and let's do this. Hello, welcome back to a new episode of Marketing Nuggets. Today I'm going to take you through behind the scenes of this podcast and it is going to be in three chunks. So the first is a bit of a story time of how I even came to the conclusion that it was a podcast that was for me. Then I'm going to take you through literally the steps that I do to create it. And then finally, we're going to hold me accountable and we're going to talk through what I should be doing and hoping to start doing in 2023. Let's get going. Now, take you back a bit of story time to when I was eight years old and I loved tennis. Me and my mum used to go to Wimbledon every year. It was also my birthday, so it was also like the best day ever because I'd get ice cream for breakfast. Then we'd go and watch tennis all day. And it was when Wimbledon, like, I feel like Wimbledon and a couple of other sporting events like Cheltenham for horse racing, I feel like they've got quite trendy the last few years. But back in the day, they weren't super trendy, which meant it wasn't really, really busy. So I used to take like a massive big tennis ball that you'd buy on the in the grounds, like £20, and go and get everybody's signatures, like all of the professional tennis players. Anyway, loved it. So... One year, we were listening to the radio on the way to Wimbledon and there was a competition. And the competition was to commentate on the tennis. And I was like, oh my gosh, dream job. I would be so good at that. Like, I would love it. Wouldn't be so good, but I would love it. So I like sent in my submission, didn't hear anything back. And I remember being like, oh. And then when we were at Wimbledon that year, obviously the line judges are like standing outside the corner, like, out. I was like, maybe I could become a line judge. I have a really loud voice. I love talking. Maybe I could do that. So that was my two like mini things where I thought, oh, I, I like to talk and I, I like this kind of thing. And on my school reports, it was always Emma likes to talk. Emma talks too much. I loved being in school plays, acting, drama club, but I could never sing. Singing is not in my forte. And even though like in junior school, I could be in the plays when it got to sort of high school, one, I was playing so much tennis where I didn't really have time to do after school club with drama, but also because I couldn't sing, I would never get the lead roles and there was far more talented people that were actors and actresses in my school. So fast forward a couple of, well, quite a lot of years and into my marketing career and then I became a line manager and then when I had this really amazing team and I just loved to mentor them and I really felt that I got extra fulfillment from managing them and since I became a line manager I've never not wanted to be a line manager it's really important to me just because I love it so that is sort of where the where I knew that I wanted to record somewhere and help other people that didn't have necessarily marketing mentors as well so I looked through a couple of different options blogging was one of the ones that I looked at Because blogging is one of those things that I think, not so much now, but maybe like five years ago, everyone was like, blogging is a thing to do, you need to blog, 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 you can get your audience organically if you don't want to spend any money. So I seriously considered blogging, but then I remembered I absolutely hate writing, and I think that it would have been just such a chore. I've done a couple of blogs before, and I found them really difficult, and it just doesn't come naturally to me. Then I looked at social and I just thought, I just, I'm not that creative. 
all of these amazing influencers are super creative they come up with new content all of the time and I'm just not like that and then I thought well I like to talk and during lockdown I'd started listening to podcasts I only started listening to podcasts in 2020 which is probably quite late in the game to be like consistently listening to them and I listened to some American podcasts like Jenna Kutcher, Amy Porterfield and I just was like oh my gosh I could do this I well I could give it a go anyway so I did some research into what exactly to buy because I needed I knew I needed a microphone so I spent I think it was like 129 pounds on a microphone from Amazon the brand that I got is let me have a look I think it's called blue yep it's called blue it was one of the standard ones. It had some good reviews. There were some other ones as well. And I think that my mic works pretty well for me. I then don't have a MacBook. I'm a PC gal. So I didn't have the editing software that comes with Mac. So I downloaded a free one. Again, did some research. There was There's definitely paid ones out there. But I use a free editing software called Audio City. So it's spelled A-U-D-A and then City. And I do recording in here, I do my editing in here, and it's pretty much in everything that I want it to do. Sometimes it's annoying because I want like sound effects and I can't figure out for the life of me how to do sound effects. And then the third piece in the puzzle was where I was going to host my podcast. And there's lots of different places where the listener listens to podcasts. So it could be the two most popular ones, which is Apple and Spotify, which are my two biggest listens from this podcast but then there's also like other places like iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Podcast Index, Amazon Music, Pocket Casts, lots of other ones and again I did research into different hosting places, I know that people use different ones. I went with Buzzsprout in the end because it's only $12 a month and you basically put your podcast in that one place and then it disperses it to all of those places that I've just said You do have to set it up, but once you've set it up, once you put it once in Buzzsprout, it goes to all of those other places, which is very handy because before I started my podcast, I thought, oh my gosh, these people are uploading it to all of these different places individually. That is a lot, but I do not do that. So once I had my mic, my Audio City and my Buzzsprout set up, that is how I record. So A typical thing that I've learned over the last sort of year and a bit when I've been doing this is at first I've started and I used to record very, very ad hoc and I found that it was really difficult to be consistent with weekly podcasts because I obviously have a full-time job and obviously I want to make sure that I'm doing all the healthy things as well, like going to the gym, seeing my friends, seeing my family. So I really found it difficult to put podcasting into my schedule and I would find that I would have one Saturday where I'd record like three in a row and then there would go like a month go past and I found it really, really difficult to get back into it. So I gave myself some grace. I put my podcast out every other week instead, which really helped and I had a bit of a break in 2021 and that was because there was like a couple of months where I got a new puppy, I moved house, it was my birthday... I moved jobs, there was lots and lots going on, lots and lots of upheaval, but since I've come back to it, since about June 2022, I got some good press with my podcast, and I have really consistent listeners now, so thank you if you're one of them, and I'm charting now, which is incredible, because I basically do no ads at all. So how I plan out my episodes is I have like a 
just this really simple Google uh, Excel sheet where I have lots of lots of titles. Sometimes I will go in there and brainstorm and think, okay, let's just think of some title suggestions of different areas of marketing. So I might write down 20 different ideas in a day. And then what I'll do is when I'm like, okay, I need to record some podcasts, I will go in that and look at ones that I like. They don't all make it. There's some that have stayed up there for a year and a half because I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's time yet or I don't think I've got enough content to say about it. And then I've added in some discipline where I've started to make a schedule. And since I made the commitment earlier this year to record one every week up until Christmas, I have my schedule set now up until Christmas. And so what I do is when I'm coming to record, I go down the list. I'm like, okay, what do I feel like talking about today? I'll select a title and then I will plan out the episode in bullet points. Now, I didn't use to plan out in bullet points. I used to just hit record and see what happened. That's because I'm a very impatient person, but I have found that making a bit of a plan, even if it's just a quick bullet points, does really, really help. It makes the editing easier as well because I'm not like, oh, I'm trying to say there's less to cut out basically. Also, I've added in a step because I do it kind of ad hoc, kind of not, is to go back and check that I've not covered the subject before because I've done this mistake before where I recorded a whole podcast. I think it was like a really long one as well. It was like 40 minutes, edited it, uploaded it. it. That took a good chunk of time. It takes about two to three hours, the whole process together. And then I realized I'd already covered that subject before, which was super annoying. So once I've recorded, I usually edit it straight away. So I go in and I cut out any of my ums, any of my, like when I've just gone off completely on a tangent or anything that doesn't make sense. I do try and keep it pretty consistent because you can tell where you're editing it and I'm not an expert. So I do keep in pretty much, I would say 90% of what I say. I only edit out about 10%, which again is like my arms or anything annoying. I then, once I've done that, I top and tail it with my jingles. So my jingles are saved as MP3s, which I did the very first time I recorded them. And then I put them into Audio City. So I'm not obviously recording them all of the time. I then check my sound levels because sometimes I've recorded at a lower level just because I'm not an expert. So I just switch the mic on and start recording and my jingles might be louder than my how I've recorded it. So I just adjust my sound levels to make sure that it's consistent. I then upload it straight away into Buzzsprout. I give it a title name and then I add a description and I don't usually think twice about my description. I literally write whatever comes to mind because I want it to be really organic and I want it to be like what I would say to someone if they were sitting in front of me and then I schedule it and then it's all done. As I said, it takes about two to three hours depending. Usually I can do it in about an hour and a half now, but it does take about, I give myself, try and give myself two to three. I also find with it that if I do one in a day, I usually do two. Once I'm set up, once I'm in the flow, then I crack on with it. I try and give myself grace as well that I'm not always every week going to want to record or feel like I have enough to share or feel really creative and like I want to talk for 20 minutes to myself. So I do sometimes just not record for a couple of weeks, then I'll do three in a weekend. Or I'll find like if I'm on the train going down to London, when it's like 7am, I might want to write some notes, go back to my sheet and be like, oh, is there any of the titles where I could just write some bullet points so I'm ahead when I get to go and and record. Now, as I said, there are things that I know that I need to be doing. That's sort of the 
the good and the bad thing about being in marketing and then doing your own podcast is that I know exactly what I need to do. Do I do it all the time? Absolutely not. Firstly, I know I need to be consistent, which is where I think I've got to. And there's definitely some other things that I need to to do now if I want to grow more. And I have them in the back of my head and I know that I need to do them, but it is quite overwhelming sometimes when I'm like, oh, I've just got so much to do and then I want to relax and I want to also make sure I have a life, but then I also really want to grow my podcast. And so I'm going to take you through a couple of things I know I should be doing. So the first one is I don't really create any other content for my podcast. I've started an Instagram, but I'm really, really bad at creating reels. It's just not something that comes naturally to me. And I find that I put it off and then I never do it. I really need to be more consistent because I know that I could grow organic eyeballs. I also know that I should be doing a TikTok as well because TikTok is going to get more eyeballs that are easier to get with the algorithm than Instagram. But I find that Instagram is like my easier place, even though I don't do that. So in an ideal world, I would make my Instagram and a TikTok. I already have an Instagram, but I use my Instagram more to talk to you guys. So if you've got like a problem that you want to talk to me about, or if there's a subject that you want me to cover on the podcast, I find that I set that up because it's the easiest way to chat to you. But I do know that I should be making more content. So that's always in the back of my mind. And then the other thing that I don't do is I don't make like sound bites from my episodes and take like the best sort of 30 seconds I could do it and I should do it and I think that saying all this to you guys will hopefully make me do it in 2023 because then it it sort of adds a bit of an intro to my episodes and it means that my Instagram and my podcast are in line because I'm not trying to be an Instagram influencer and a podcaster I just want to be a podcaster but I need to try and translate my podcast content make it over to Instagram but saying that there's something that I learned from what's his name Russell Brunson about how to grow your podcast and it was something that really stuck with me and resonated with me you're not going to turn Instagram viewers into podcast listeners if they don't already listen to podcasts it's much easier to go and find audiences that are already on the traffic channel that you want and turn them into listeners to your podcast and it makes sense right because If you're on Instagram but you've never listened to podcasts, just because I've got a page does not mean you're going to go and listen to it. So I will actually get more luck if I am focusing on marketing my podcast in places where people are listening to podcasts. And so with that, in 2023, I have set myself a goal that I'm going to feature on other people's podcasts and get out there and talk more. Also, it would be good if I could do more talking at marketing events. Again, it's something that I know that I need to work on. There's a couple of other things as well. Going back to the sound bites one, some people do this incredibly. I don't know if you've ever listened to Nearly Words. It's Jamie Lang and Sophie Habu, and they have a podcast, and also Sophie Habu does one with Melissa called Wednesdays We Drink Wine. I sometimes listen to these when I'm dog walking because they're like 20 minutes and they're, they're, they're fun and different, but they're really, really good at basically recording, like visually recording their episodes and then they'll use the visual of them like in conversation as their soundbite and put that on Instagram amazing great idea that would be like the goals if I could do that however usually it's just me in my office recording in my pajamas though it's not very aesthetically pleasing to do this but I need to figure out a way that I could do it but again there's more planning that needs to go into that and I need to then 
it adds another half an hour onto my recording days but that would be something that I would do as like an optimal I also want to have more guests on and I started doing this originally in 2021 I had a couple people on which was really exciting and really enjoyable I sort of stopped doing it for a couple of reasons one it takes much longer to edit because you've got two people's sounds that you are editing and two obviously there's a lot more admin that goes into it you need to find your guests you need to get guests that are going to deliver you your audience you guys really good content which is what I want and they have to be people that are in their fields and people that I think are awesome but also it means that there's a lot just admin in general that goes into it they need we need to set up a time we need to record it I need to do research into what I want to ask them because I never want to make it just generic like hey tell me about yourself I want to make it like pertinent to getting the best content out there for to help you guys and it also means I have to stick to much more of a schedule because I can't just be like oh I want to record it Sunday at 7am no one wants to record a Sunday at 7am but I am going to do it for 2023 there's some lots of incredible people that I want to get on and I really think that adding a bit more of diversity to the episodes is going to also help because you won't just be listening to my voice for 20 minutes and there will be slightly longer episodes I'm aiming at about half an hour so that one is coming and then the final thing that I need to do more is push it more on my LinkedIn I only probably post one every five episodes that I've actually published so the fact that you guys have found this podcast is incredible because I really am a terrible marketer marketing my podcast and I need to push it more on LinkedIn but I always don't like to be like me 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 on LinkedIn and I really should try and think of like different angles because the people that are on LinkedIn are and in the marketing field will hopefully find value in this podcast and so I need to get it out more and just let people know that this exists so Having said all of the things that I need to do, I need to think also of how far I've come, the fact that I have thousands and thousands of downloads now, which is incredible, and I need to try and give myself some grace, like I do have a full-time job, I have a dog, I have a life, (laughs) I have a family that I want to go and see, my friends, and I do want some downtime to watch all of those reality TV shows as well, so what my aim is, is everything that I've said that I need to do, I'm going to try and add in one every month maybe every two months one every two months in 2023 so by the end of 2023 I've really built on what I've done but I just wanted to also you know be really candid with all of you and say there's always more things that you can do and this is a problem with marketing that you could nail two channels or whatever it is in your marketing world and then there's always something else that you could be doing in top and it's giving yourself that grace to be like okay but look how far I've come I didn't I wasn't recording consistently when I first started this I didn't have a plan before I first started this I didn't have an episode trail I didn't have one weekly I didn't have all of the downloads I had when I started but also to not be complacent and be like yeah Emma but you need to be doing all of these other things as well but it is overwhelming looking at that list so I am definitely gonna try and layer them on in 2023 but the main point of this podcast was one to show you that there's always things that you could be doing and to yeah give yourself that grace and the second thing is to show it's really not that difficult to start your own podcast I only have those three things my mic my free editing software and then my buzzsprout which I really like as a hosting platform I've tried soundcloud before but I prefer the user interface of buzzsprout and yeah it's only $12 a month so it is super affordable and just give it a go 
the lots of podcast apps that I've seen are that most people just start a podcast and write about five episodes and then never continue and so the stats that I get when I am ranking is because I think I'm consistent I think that's one of the main reasons and if the thought of making blogs is just not for you anything on social not for you I mean absolute kudos if they're your areas but I think like do what I did and look inwards and be like what do you just personally lean towards and then use that as your personal branding platform if you're really good at maybe writing short snippets maybe LinkedIn's your platform it's maybe not a blog it's maybe not a video first social platform like TikTok or like Instagram but then you still can get your thought leadership across on LinkedIn and I see some really really successful people doing it that way as well so maybe that one is to consider but hopefully you enjoyed coming behind the scenes of a marketing nuggets podcast and I hope whatever you're doing this week, you have an amazing week. I'm cheering you on and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to my Marketing Nuggets podcast. I've been your host, Emma, and I will catch you next time. Bye for now.